Hi, I'm Dan. And I'm James. And welcome to the Cornwall Property Podcast, where every week we bring you the latest news, hot topics and guidance around the Cornwall property market. Stay tuned to be informed, inspired and to have any of your property-related questions answered by trusted local property professionals. Hello, welcome back. I'm Dan. I'm James. And we are here accompanied by the wonderful Will Gentle. Morning, guys. So, guys, this is our uh, Ask Dan and James slash Will episode. So, uh, Will, thank you again for joining us. No problem, please. It's a pleasure to have you here and um, it's an honour to have you here with your wealth of experience in the market and uh, property in general. So, guys, if you have not listened before, where have you been? It is the Cornwall Property Podcast and uh, we come to you weekly. We have a market updates episode and then this is our Ask Dan and James episode. So, again... We are here to inform, educate, inspire you guys to get involved in property. And there's a particular emphasis, obviously, on the Cornwall property market. Um, there's a housing crisis here, and we are wanting to help uh, educate you guys to get involved investing in property, bringing some of these uh, derelict, rundown, unsafe properties, bringing them to the market. And uh, yeah, uh, and if you've got questions, come to us and we'll hopefully put you in. If we can't answer them, we will put you in touch with the professionals that we know can. Absolutely. And just a quick reminder how you do that. You can go onto our website, which is which is cornwallpropertypodcast.com. Go to the front page there, scroll down to the bottom and you can send us a message that way. Other than that, you can go onto our socials on Facebook and you can send us a message there. And without further ado, we have our first question, which is from lovely Samantha in Lou, who asked the following. I'm very interested in your podcast surrounding the 18-year property cycle and very eager to invest 150000 of funds I have into a buy-to-let. I'm quite flexible with the location of this investment, but wondered where would you recommend I look and what type of property would you recommend buying? Well, with us having the pleasure of having our very own property expert here, uh, sales and lessings expert, Will. So Will is a manager of Martin & Co. So I think you, Will, would be a fantastic position to kind of yeah, maybe give us a little steer on you this. Know, uh, you know, you know, good, good question. And, um, you know, it's one question I have to say I do get asked quite regularly. Um, pleased to say that, you know, I'm always happy to give free advice and anyone's welcome to come see me or speak to me at the office. Um, if you are thinking of buying, the best thing you can do is talk to an agent mm. before you buy. The worst thing you can do is go out and buy something and then talk to an agent afterwards. You know, we'd much rather spend the time with you and work you through right from the start. So, I mean, great question from Samantha. Um, my honest advice is, you know, if you've got 150000 cash to put down as a, as a deposit, I wouldn't put it into one property. Um, you know, the best thing you can do is look at uh, mortgaging, um, spreading uh, that uh, maybe in two lumps, as it were, 75,000 each, as it were, as a deposit. Um, you'd have to work out, as I say, the, the numbers and the sums, as it were, but you could quite easily buy, you know, two two-bedroom flats, perhaps in the city centre of Truro, that would get you a good 5% rate of return. Um, if you don't understand, uh, yield is the number we normally look for uh, when we're looking for a buy-to-let, and 5% is the number. Now, the yield is calculated by, you take the yearly rent and divide it by your purchase price, and you're looking for a 5% return. So my general advice is, if you're not going to get 5% out of it, go and find yourself another buy. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, we need to look at this on a case-by-case -case basis for Samantha. And, you know, Samantha, if you are listening, happy to spend the time, get in touch, and I can, you know, give you some examples of what I would and wouldn't buy, um, because that's always worth considering as well. You know, something that looks great um, might not be quite as an attractive prospect from a buy-to-let point of view as it would be for a residential, if you're living it yourself, point of view. So um, it's really buying with a calculator and a spreadsheet rather than buying with your heart. Um, and just to jump in there, thank you so much, Will. Really, really valuable. Points. And one thing just to 
fly the Will flag a little bit as well. The one thing we love about Will is he's not just saying this from a, a letting and an estate agent background. Will actually, if you don't mind me saying, have your own letting Absolutely. properties, don't yeah, you? Yeah, have your own, I'm um, a landlord myself. Yeah, exactly. Which again, so Will can see it from every kind of angle um, as a manager, as a sales agent, and also then as a as a landlord himself. So I think yeah, that that's why we really respect Will's views and, and thoughts on that. So. Again, would you, Truro, obviously, we're going to be slightly biased. We all love Truro. We all invest in Truro. Truro is central. Um, you know, there's always going to be a strong rental market in Truro. Um, you know, they're not going to move the hospital anytime soon. They're not going to yeah. move the college anytime soon. All the industries there. I mean, investment uh, as well. James and Dan were talking about this earlier that, you know, obviously there's where all the job in the industries are. So, yes, obviously it's a big city. Um, yeah, big city in Cornwall, you know, take it out of Cornwall, maybe not quite so much, but it's a big city for Cornwall and there's always going to be an attractive prospect from a buy-to-let point of view. Um, it's not just about buying the right thing um, that you might look at. You know, there's so much legislation involved now. We also need to look at, you know, you guys have touched on this before, but EPC legislation, you know, from what's coming in the future, we need to, I mean, I'm advising landlords now to only basically look at buying something with a C or D rating on, mm. on EPC. You know, there's no point in buying something that's going to fall short. And so mm. you know, better to have these conversations early on in Definitely. the process for investments. Yeah, advocates, big, big advocates for that as well. Anything we're doing, we're trying to get it to a C just for to future-proofing. Really. Exactly, future-proofing. It's, it's, You've got to think long-term. Definitely. So anything you'd add to that? I know I've got something I'd add. Uh, I, I would certainly say with the amount that you've got, and uh, well done for having that amount to, mm. to put into property. I think two properties is a great way to go, but it's the amount of deposit you've got there, £75,000, which is amazing. So I think your, uh, your your mortgage rate that you could tie in for that would be really good. So your passive income coming in uh, from the property would be really, really good if that's what you want right now. Or you could also, you know, does it have to be rented out? Could you look at, you know, buying something, developing it and then flipping it uh, and selling it on and then go again? There's many avenues, but definitely um, two properties is the way I would go for sure. And your mortgage rates because you'd be quite lowly geared would be great. Yeah. And just to add on that and, and spot on, I think that leads quite nicely to where I was kind of thinking really. Um, obviously, one of the questions here and part of your question was, well, the type of property you would recommend buying as well. So. For me, Samantha, it really depends on what you want. Like, well, what are you trying to get out of this? Do you need cash flow? Are you trying to get out of a day job? Are you just trying a little bit of pocket money? Is it something you just want to park your money in for until you until you retire? Like, what is your motive here? Like, what mm. do you want to do? What is your outcome? So, if you're needing cash flow, it might be you want to get creative and maybe look at a HMO, house multiple occupancy, where you can get maybe a higher rental income every month. Obviously, that is going to be a lot um, more labour intensive with regards to potentially refurbishment and. Uh, management, which is why you would obviously go to see Will or, or uh, your, you might have a letting agent or whatever, but yeah, Will manages our HMOs that we own. Um, but again, that gives us uh, HMO. You could say you could have a four or five bedroom house and instead of just getting a, a family in there, you could house maybe five people in that property. It will obviously help your, your housing more people, but also it could potentially bring you in a bit more cash flow. Maybe that's not the avenue you want to go down. Maybe it is, as James pointed out, you just want a bit of lumpy cash that you get in, do your development and sell. Um, again, that's another way. But I think getting clear, Samantha, on what your end goal is and your motive, I think that will help answer this question a little bit more. But again, you've got a nice lump of money there and then it'll be criminal to to just see it sat there. Get it's it certainly not going to earn any money sat in the bank. Not so um, you're always going to get a better rate of return, HMO, buy to let, whatever you end up with going into property. For sure, Agreed. for sure. So second question, um, Will, we're going to fire at you, is from Holly in Padstow. And I bet you're busy over there at the minute, Holly. 
Cornwall has undoubtedly seen an amazing growth over the past three years as a result of the pandemic. Where in your mind do you see the current housing market here in Cornwall uh, in terms of growth and decline and maybe little predictions? Great question. I'm looking forward well, to this. You know, I've got this crystal ball sat on the desk in front of me here and I'll just look into it for you. But no, I mean, everyone's got an opinion on these and um, what I'll stress that this is just my opinion. Um, yeah, you're absolutely right there, uh, Holly. Uh, we have seen a fantastic growth in the property market over the last couple of years. Uh, with all that's going on, external factors, housing um, uh, crisis aside and the cost of living, uh, I can't see the property market is going to continue you know, with double digit rises in, in, in over the next uh, year or two two years. Uh, that being said, you know, I can't see that we're going to see much you know, fall in prices. You know, we've still got that steady demand. Uh, what we've touched on before is there's still not enough housing being built and not enough housing being created. I mean, Dan and James here are doing a great strides to help bring more property to the market. But, you know, there's still a massive demand and a massive shortage. So until that, you know, evens out, I think there's still going to be a demand and demand is going to drive the market. So uh, short answer is, um, who knows? Uh, long answer is, yeah, I think we're going to see a quieter market in the next year, year or 18 months, depending on what would they do. Would you be hesitant in investing yourself now, your own funds? Uh, I would, uh, I know I'm biased and I'm an estate agent, obviously, but it's never a bad time to buy. No. Uh, I mean, what we've talked about before and, and uh, the last question that Samantha very uh, well brought up was about this 18 year cycle. You know, we've seen housing prices rise and fall, rise and fall, rise and fall um, as long as you the, the beauty about buy to let and, and becoming a landlord is as long as you don't need to sell it at the bottom of that fall you ride it out and you just leave your tenant in place you get a rental income coming in nice solid pension or, or, or cash income for you if that's the way you've uh, got it geared but you just ride it out until the market um, goes back up again and you know, if you look at the history books, it always does. Yeah, and I think uh, we're massive advocates, James, aren't we? Like we always say, as long as you're holding this for longer, long term, I think flipping is the biggest risk at these sort of times Absolutely. because you can't guarantee you're going to be able to sell it all at the price you want to be selling it out. But as long as you're holding on to this property for the long term, as was spot on uh, in our opinion, um, has said. You can't lose. No. Like, we've got an example. We, we know someone who has bought, who, obviously the last massive pandemic was 2008 with a bigger recession where the dry prices just went bang overnight. Um they bought at the January 2008. Obviously, that was the worst possible time you could have bought a property. So, but what they've done is they've shared now that because they wouldn't have to sell it and it was still cash flowing and they weren't negatively cash flowing, they were just sitting on the property. Yeah. And although they bought in the worst possible time of um, of a recession, today's date, they've still made themselves, it was it was a northern property, so it's not as high on the growth side of things, but they still made themselves about 16% to date because of where they bought it at the time and the dip they had. So, so even a bad investment, even a bad investment. What you're saying there is even around. a bad investment, but at the wrong time, at the wrong possible moment in in the in the history, still works out well over time. Yeah, as long you know, you're absolutely right there. You've got to have a five or ten year plan as a minimum. Now, you know, uh, you know, fifteen years ago when I first started out, twenty years ago, you know, I was seeing people buy and then flip and, and literally sell it within twelve or eighteen months, as it were. Well, we're not that anymore. You've got to be no. thinking five or ten years. Um, and you know, this is more about pensions and building long term investment for people. Definitely. No, I could agree more. Anything you'd like to add? Uh, no, I mean, obviously, just on here, we got Holly that it, it might not be a uh, an investment property. It might be for yourself. Mm, true, so true. I get a view just mentioned there. We're like with a five, 10 year plan. I think let's put a, a scenario here. Let's say you've got a lovely family holiday, um, holiday, uh, Holly, and you want to then you know move to a bigger property in three years time. Would I be buying right now? 
Personally, I probably wouldn't because I think we've seen in some places 27, 30% growth in Cornwall. So I think it's very much a, a seller's market at the moment. And lots of people are selling because in certain locations, they just want to exit and they can get as much money as they can for a property at the moment because they've seen that growth. But if you're going to buy now, you could be for your personal self and you want to move in two, three years, you might not you know, get what you've paid for it today in three years time. That's the only thing I would be wary of. But if it's an investment property, you're going to hold on to it. No need to sell and just ride it out. You know, the rental demand is so strong, go for it. But do think if you're going to be moving for your personal self in three okay, years. If it's, not a, if it's a short-term gig, then yeah, think about it perhaps. And yeah. Padstow has been a crazy market, hasn't it? Let's be honest. <laughs> yeah, Absolutely. You know, um, the holiday capital yeah. of Cornwall. Excellent. Stuff. We're not all Gordon Ramsay, hey? Not we haven't got a few million that. quid to learn around. So. <laughs> you, you've no. seen my cooking. <laughs> yeah. but, um, so, well, thank you so much to both Samantha and Holly for getting in touch. And Will, thank you so much for your comments as well. Again, if you want to get in touch with Will, Will, how can people get hold of you? Yeah, give me a call at the office 01872 or just send me an email. And my email's will.gentle at martinco.com. And how you get involved with us here at the Cornwall Property Podcast is going to cornwallpropertypodcast.com. You can also send us an email, which is hello at cornwallpropertypodcast.com, or as many of you do, reach out to us on social media, such as Facebook, and drop us a message on there. But without you guys, we can't make the show possible. So thank you, and thank you to Will as well. For Thanks for having us. me, guys. Excellent stuff. So goodbye from me. Goodbye from me. And bye for me. Bye for me.